Hello and welcome to a Living Letter podcast with Nsova Comfort. Here we embark on a journey of speaking and learning about how best to live out the message we carry as letters from God. Hello everyone, hello and welcome to a Living Letter podcast with your host Nsova Comfort. This is episode 11. We are in two digits now. So if I look like I have like a certain something about me, I do. (laughs) I do because this is episode 11 and we have come this far. And as always, guys, I'm overjoyed. (laughs) Like, can you tell that this thing makes me happy? Also, guys, like if I keep sweating throughout this video is because the sun the lighting in my room is too bright and it's very hot and i can't switch off the fan because sound so bear with me hey i will wipe my sweat and it will be okay for those that are watching for those that are listening you won't even notice what's going on anyway so today Today I wanted I wanted this topic to be light since last week's topic was, you know. <laughs> so I wanted it to be light and I was asking Holy Spirit, okay Lord, what is that issue? I felt in my heart to speak about friendship with God, right? And my friendship with God and hopefully um it can, you know, inspire somebody and you can grab a few things here and there. And I would also like to know, guys, down in the comment section, whether you are watching on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or on YouTube, please let me know what... Oh, my nails are probably wretched. I'm sorry, I didn't get time to fix them. Let me know how your friendship with God is, how it started, how it's going and what's your favorite thing about your friendship with God, right? So, friendship with God and how I build my friendship with God. I don't know where exactly it started. And I think I really like what I'm talking about today because I feel like a lot of people um, relate with God only as, like the overall, the fact that he is God and someone that we pray to that fixes our lives and we go to whenever we have problems and we thank at the end of the day and invite in the morning for him to make things go well. Of our relationship with God, right, there is there is a lot more to God than we have experienced and that we think. And even in levels or aspects of God that we know, always know that there is a deeper level in relations with God that you can go, right? If you know him as Jehovah Jireh, you can know him deeper as Jehovah Jireh. I think as far as I can remember and I can recall right now, um, when I was in, I don't know if I've shared this on here before, but when I was in high school, early high school, I think grade eight or nine, our worship, our youth pastor then, but Oscar, right? He made us do this little thing where we we were worshiping, and then he was like, "Okay, we need to sit 
by ourselves and then he would each give us scriptures and no actually we chose the scripture ourselves we chose a scripture that we meditated on and then we had to sit with it for like 30 minutes and he he said that we will, after that we're going to have a review session and each of us will tell us will tell the group what we got and what God said about that scripture what you heard God what you think God might be saying to you and you know like the revelation that you got so that day it was one of the first times I experienced God like speak to me through his word right because after like sitting with that scripture meditating upon it like I felt him reveal more and more and more like wisdom from that scripture I don't even remember what the scripture was there's actually a recording he recorded us like when we were now reviewing anyway so I was intrigued about this God that speaks to me I was like what like who is this guy that is so wise that's making me wise? Because like when I was now talking about what I got, I'm like, definitely I know this didn't come from me, but now I'm saying it and he's empowering me to say it. I'm like, this man is wise. Like I I love knowledge, I love learning, and I and I loved that about God that He He teaches and He explains and He reveals and He He makes us understand, right? So from then on. I started reading my Bible more because I was like, I guys, me, I'm intrigued about this God that just reveals scripture to you and speaks to you like this. Like, I want him to do this more and more. So my love for um, him and scripture grew from there. And I think from then on, that's when, you know, and it, it was around the time where I was now starting to take my faith seriously. Um... And, you know, started noticing differences in the kind of paths that people take, right? And I remember from, like, early on, my mom would, oh, my God. My mom would always talk about how, like, you know, like every other mom, stay away from boys, hey, you must be different. Like, my mom is a preacher of, like, unique life and live a life that is different from others. You know, it's like whenever the crowd is going this way, I'll make sure to go the other way, like in a good way, like the other way being like the right way. So. So then. um. So when I was growing, I remember in high school, you know, people started exploring, people started dating and whatnot, whatnot. And I didn't. I remember at that time. Like, two of the friends that I was close with at the time, they were in relationships in grade 9. And I was like, guys, like, me, I don't want this. And also, it was around the time when I had made a conscious decision to stay pure and to save myself um, sexually, like, to, to, to stay a virgin until I get married, which I still am. By the grace of God. Um, and from, I think when I took that decision for me, it was because like I, my mom gave us scriptures of why this is important and why God says this and the advantages and disadvantages of that. I don't know if she did it extens- extensively, but because it was something that she spoke about often. So it's something that I adopted. And I remember my friend, my late friend, Basani, 
she also she was like two years older than me so she had already taken that decision to be like you know what i'm gonna save myself for marriage and this and she was like very vocal about it and she was very and she was a liker of things like basani liked things i was so sure that he's gonna be part of the popular girls that are going to lose their virginity in in high school or whatever but like she was so firm and she taught me about like her convictions and you know it, it strengthened mine and i started being vocal about it like you know so i wasn't dating so it made like so at that time i don't know how long it was i don't even and like you know young relationships they were not even that serious but there was this time where i was like lonely and i felt like i couldn't relate to people because they would want to always talk about you know dating and whatnot and i'm a socialite but like i would often feel left out and then i would go to god about it and in that period it made me get used to speaking to god right it made me get used to telling god how i feel like oh this this and this happened today it's cool um i don't know i don't want to date because i also don't want like what is that the because my thing was always like okay if marriage i might be making this if marriage is the goal and i'm dating so young then i'm not gonna marry i'm not gonna get married now because like you know remember i said that was like an aspirations girl because i wanted things to align first before <laughs> before i could get married so and then i was like i'm not gonna get married anytime soon so eventually this person is gonna ask me because that's what guys I would hear people saying that eventually guys end up asking to sleep with you. And I was like, ah, me, I don't want to fall into temptation. Wada, wada, wada. And then I would speak to God about it. So me speaking to God about it then grew. And I remember when out of peer pressure, like guys, even the strongest soldiers. <clears throat> so this one time there was this guy, I just wanted to prove to people that it's not that I can't date, Right. I can date. It's just that I don't want to. <laughs> so it was around that time, this random guy, he was in grade 12, I was in grade 10. He just literally the most random guy. He came to me, asked me to be his, boy, asked me to be his girlfriend. I was like, sure, you'll be my boyfriend. And I remember I used to refuse to see him. <laughs> I, I got, we, we were never even actually boyfriend and girlfriend. I remember it was out of peer pressure and I remember going to God. I'm like, you know what, Lord, I have this guy. He says he's my boyfriend and I, I, they say I'm his girlfriend. But like, guys, I don't want him to be my boyfriend. And I think a couple of months later, because he was also tired of asking me, can we meet? Can we meet? Because I never wanted to see him like after school. So and then ah, we broke up. And so all of that, right? Okay, I'm telling you all of this to tell you that it made me make God like my pal because I would he would be that one person that I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm staying pure because you said I must stay pure. Um, I mean, I'm staying like abstaining from all of these things because you say I must do it. So like, I need you to tell me how best I can do this thing, right? Because I like confrontation and i like like being direct so i was like okay if i'm going to do it for god then it means he's the one who's going to help me out with this so that communication with god grew and then fine i grew when i went to varsity it was like that when now i was starting to experience failure in varsity 
um i would speak to him about that so because of that constant wanting to update god about my life and wanting to figure out like if he's the lord of hosts and if he's in charge of everything then if there's something that i don't know then he is my immediate person that i go with right and I, I mean i go to so that was something that i got used to doing and i remember there was a time when our um campus pastor at the church that i was attending global reconciliation church um pastor h it was a january of my second year and he asked the question he was preaching and then he was talking about who is god to you right and he was preaching about who is god to you and then i remember he said that he asked god who god was to him and god told him that he is the lord his establisher i can't forget that <laughs> And then I'm like, mm, but establisher is not in the Bible because that's what he was preaching about. You know, then I'm like, mm, then it means that. And then because he was explaining that it was a job. Yes, he gave God a name. And now we call God, you know, Redeemer because somebody had an experience with God and that resulted in them giving God a name because of what they've experienced about God. And, you know, we know God as provider, Jehovah Jireh, and all of those things, and Roi, Al Shaddai, Al Alyon, you know, all of those things, because there are people in the Bible, and they these are what God announced himself as, and what people in the Bible experienced God as. So it made me want to go to God. I'm like, okay, Lord, who are you to me? <laughs> You know, they say you can, you are like, I want something distinctive that you are to, 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 pee, to, to, to someone. And I want to know who you are to me. And then I remember God told me after like time of time in prayer, God told me that he is the Lord, my fortifier. I remember I had a vision and I had, there was this big tower, right? That I saw in my vision and it was like, it was as thick as, like, I don't know how many kilometers thick it was. And also, it was very high. Um, I can't believe I used kilometers for thickness. But like, do you understand? It was distance of how thick it was. So, and it was very high. And he was like, everything that can get to you. If, if it's like the enemy would try to climb, right? This wall and this fortified wall that i have given that i have built around you and by the time that anything gets to you and get inside the wall it would have lost its potency while climbing up the wall so by the time that anything gets to you in life if there's anything that is ever going to make you angry make you mad or feel like i'm far from you or hurt you or whatever it was a weapon that the enemy threw right formed against you but it's a weapon that didn't prosper so by the time whatever impact that you feel of life know that it has climbed the wall and i have reduced its potency and it can never kill you and it can never um disassociate you from me so that is one of the things that made me grow closer to him because i was like it, every time he would remind me he was like hey listen 
I told you this. So whenever I would face trials of many kind or when things were to um, happen in my life, I would always remember that. And it's because I sought God for that because I had cultivated friendship with him, you know, like basic friendship, like trusting him, telling him about my life, telling him about my thoughts, wanting to hear his thoughts about my life and, you know, submitting my life to him as my friend, you know, like friends do life with each other. Friends know the deepest details about one another. So whatever I would like my deepest, darkest, darkest thoughts, I would go to God and I would tell him, you know, I would read the book of Psalms and I would learn, okay, this is how David spoke to God. It means like, like he didn't filter, like David told God whatever he was feeling. He, he confessed the word to God. He confessed like, there was nothing that was hidden between his relationship with God. And that made me also, you know, be like, okay, Lord, if God is my friend, then I don't want anything. I don't want to hide anything from him. Anyway, he sees me and he sees everything about my life. So that went on like that. So that's what one of the things that grew my friendship with God and his revelation of who he is to me. And me having to speak to him constantly, frequently about any and everything. Guys, it, it has gotten to a point where even now, right? God even had to teach me again to be open to people because I was so used to telling him the things that hurt me and not others, you know? <laughs> I remember my friend used to complain that like I don't tell her anything. And because I would feel like if I have told God, then... I will only tell people in hindsight, you know, but also there is benefit in that, you know, in, in, in telling people in relationship and being open and transparent, um, God made that possible. So I'm not saying that, you know, when you're friends with God, it means that you can't tell people every, every, anything, but so it's just one of those things where you, you go to God first, right? God is, must be your first um, prayer to him and speaking to him must be your first response. You know, God must be the first person who knows anything. And then sometimes, you know, sometimes God sends me to go. I'm like, I'll be feeling some type of way. And then he's like, call my man, call Shui, call Nsobo, call Hukona, call like, you know, call Zaleka, call, call whoever, like, or like go speak to your sisters, you know, and they would have something or like go down the street to... I will go down the street to, you know, one of my friend's house. She has, she has children and I will just spend time with her and her kids and I will come back home fulfilled. Like, like that thing that I had in my heart, it will be gone. So that's what friendship with God has afforded me. Friendship with God has afforded me intimacy with him because I don't believe that there must be there is anything that I don't go to God with. And I don't believe that there is anything that must happen that God doesn't tell me and that God doesn't make me aware of. If there is something in, in our generation that's hurting him, I want to know. If there's something that I can do to help our generation, I want to know. If there is 
any way that I can serve his heart and make him smile. I want to know and I want to do it because I'm his friend. You know, if if God needs somebody that he can talk to, I need my ear to be so attentive to him so that he can speak to me. If God, you know, wants somebody to serve him in a specific way, I want to be that person that is available. So um, I don't only want God to be my friend, but I want to be his friend. You know, I want to serve him. I want to, I want him to speak to me. I want him to share with me his thoughts. And that has made me, it has increased my contentment in life. It has made me understand the things that otherwise are confusing other people. Like I'm always well aware of the kind of, season that I'm in in my life I might not understand it but I know it because God is my friend and he tells me these things that oh wait this is what you're going through right now so there's no need for me to like be like eh mama one lawyer eh you know eh, I must go to this prophet to say this thing there is a time and a, and 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 a place for this don't take me out of context but and I'm not saying that like I hear everything no God sends me to sermons to listen to to get answers you know sometimes he doesn't speak to me directly sometimes he speaks to me through different things so but all in all, this this helps me also to grow in him right grow in my knowledge of god and to grow in my christian walk with him like even sometimes this spiritual walk and this like yo guys abstaining from you know sex and all of these things i have been in relationships and well it's not that many to be honest but like you have feelings and you have things that you struggle with and you'll be like your lord i need you to so it that open communication helps me to overcome right because i know that like yeah, guys, like me, my friend, my friend won't leave me. My friend will help me. My friend will help me to the end. That's what I believe about God. I'm not going to be like, ah, you know, God, you will help me as far as you can help me. Like God is my friend. God is looking out for me. So God, when I'm tempted beyond measure, he will be like, hey, show me, don't go there. And I will listen to my friend because I trust my friend with my life, you know? So yeah. So, Okay. I'm just going to read like a couple of scriptures. Um, the Bible says in Romans 5.10, right, that while we were still God's enemies, God's son died on our behalf. As a result, we became God's friends. So now that we are God's friends, his son will certainly save us. Christ will save us because he is alive again, right? And this is an invitation that shows us that Everyone that is saved by God's son, God is intending for them to grow to, to friendship with him. He doesn't call us slaves anymore. He doesn't call us servants of God anymore. We are also his friend. As much as that is true about us, that we are servants of God and we're servants in his kingdom, but we are also his friends. And it says so in John chapter In John chapter 15, verse 14, right? Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father has told me. 
He says, you are my friends if you do what I command. Friendship with God has a lot to do with obedience. It has a lot to do with doing what Jesus Christ says you must do. Because, I mean, if you have a friend and a friend, you tell a friend that, um, you know, friend, I don't like you when you do this. It hurts me. I don't like you when you do this. It hurts me. And that person keeps on doing that thing all over and over and over again. And then you expect to believe them when they say that you guys are friends, right? It's not going to work. And it's the same thing that applies with Jesus. That's why he says that you will be my friend if you do what I command. So if you are in your life, you have a desire. Because also, it's the Holy Spirit in us that helps us to do the will of the Father, right? So if you allow and you have a desire that... God, through your spirit, I want to obey you. Then God calls you immediately, he calls you his friend. And if you ask him that, Lord, I want you to develop this friendship part of our relationship. And he will do that. He is faithful and he's just, he did that for me. He's doing that for other people. And he can also grow you in your friendship with him, right? And he can grow you to trust that friendship that you have with him through his spirit. Like, guys, Mina, I feel like, man, Holy Spirit is the best thing that God has ever given us. Because Holy Spirit is like, he's like, what can I, like, how can I explain Holy Spirit like how I see him? He's like, he's like a power raid, you know, he's like a booster. Like, he's like, everything that I can't, he can. It's like an easy way out, <laughs> honestly. And we don't use him. And he also, Holy Spirit also wants to be our friend. You know, God wants us to experience friendship with his son, friendship with him as father, friendship with him as spirit, you know. And you 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 qualify to be his friend if you are willing and able and like willing to put yourself in a position where you want to obey his will. And his Holy Spirit, his spirit can help you obey his will. You know, in James chapter 2, 23, it says, so it happened just as scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. His faith made him a friend of God. And I'm speaking today, right, about friendship with God because it's, God has placed in my heart also, I remember I was sharing this with a friend, that God is looking in this time of our lives, in this season, in, in this time, in this... Um, there's this word, English word I'm looking for, I can't find. But the kind of... The times that we are living in right now, God is looking for friends. God is looking for people he can confide in about his will, about his kingdom, about what he wants to do on the earth. But we are so focused on what we want and what we desire that we are not, we are neglecting to go before God and be like, Lord, as your friend, because I've been saved by your blood, I want to know what it is that you are doing in this world. And I want to be part of it. You know, in the Bible, in, in the book of Genesis, God says to Abraham that, hey, listen, there's something that I want to do. And then he tells him how he wants to wipe out 
um Sodoma and Gomorrah because of you know the things that they are doing and he says like I share he says he says he shares these things with with Abraham because Abraham is is his friend and because of what God had said Abraham is like no wait Lord don't finish them yet you know what if there are 10 what if there are 20 that are are are, are are repentant and they give themselves to to obey and to honor you and to live right will you still um do this and this and that and god was able to go and tell abraham because he trusted that abraham has grown to the level where god has changed his heart and he is also concerned about the things that god is concerned about so when we give out of ourselves to friendship with god god changes our hearts to make the things that matter to him matter to us as well, you know. So you don't have to be like right and fix yourself in order for you to be a friend of God. You just need to go before him and he will do the work through his spirit and he will help you do the the work that you must do. There is work that we must also do, you know, which is to deny ourselves and to resist the enemy and his temptations and then the enemy will flee, right? So... So yeah, guys, like I will, okay, lastly, in the book of Proverbs, it says, such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. Godliness also, like the pursuit of godliness in our lives also allow us to build friendship with God, right? So I just want to encourage everyone today that, Go before God and tell him that you have a desire to be his friend. You have a desire that in this generation that we're living in, in these times that we're living, whether you're old or young or in between, <laughs> um, go before God and ask him, Lord, how can I grow our friendship? What is it that you expect of me as your friend? What is it that you want me to to how do you want me to treat you as my friend you know as a friend of god you know what is it that you want me to do more for this friendship of ours to be established and to strengthen and to grow from glory to glory you know and god will tell you god is kind god is able and god is willing you know so yeah guys I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Let me know how friendship with God has gone for you. What are the things that you enjoy most about your friendship with God? What has friendship with God saved you from? And what, like, how is is, is friendship with God keeping you now? Share with me in the comments. I love you guys. From me and my sweaty face. Enjoy the rest of your day. Happy Wednesday if you're listening to this when the episode drops. I love you so much. Toodles.